Hi, friends. So I am embarking on a healing journey. And with any journey, you have to figure out where you're starting. And so for me, I didn't really know where to start. Where do I begin? Right. I have so many things I want to touch, so many things I want to heal, so many things I want to change, so many things I want to quit. Um, but I'm taking this one step at a time, right? Not to overwhelm myself or to force myself to be somewhere that I am not right now. And so I made a whole list of all these things I wanted to heal. And what was a recurring theme was exhaustion. I was tired. I felt tired in my body, tired in my eyes, tired in my soul, my spirit, and my mind, right? And so a lot of people feel like, and I feel like I felt this way as well, that rest has to be um, earned, that rest has to be the um, reward for hard work. When in actuality, you know, rest is like the basis of what we need. It's not something that is earned. It's not something that we have to qualify for. It's something that's necessary. We sleep we're supposed to sleep at least eight hours out of the day, right? And so out of 24 hours, right? That's a big chunk of the day spent resting, spent not doing anything. But a lot of us spend so much time avoiding rest or so much time uh, or so many thoughts towards uh, the need of not needing to rest, right? And so I have been one of those people. I'm just going to be honest. I'm trying to heal from that. And so I decided that where I'm going to start on my healing journey is rest. I'm going to start resting. So I've been journaling, of course, and I want to share with you some things that I have been working through um, as a recovering, exhausted person, um, a recovering, exhausted Black woman, because I feel like for a lot of people, exhaustion is their default. Exhaustion is their norm, right? A lot of us spend so much time drinking coffee, again, avoiding naps and sleep, um, drinking energy drinks, trying to figure out what's wrong with us. Why can't we get our energy up? Why can't we be, you know, super um, vibrant all the time? And it's like, but we're not really looking at how exhausting life can be and how exhausted we are. Um, and it's the little things, right? It's not, it's not always big things. It's not always, you know, I ran this marathon and now I'm tired. It's the little thing. It's the constantly checking your phone, constantly being connected, constantly putting yourself in situations where you're around people you don't feel safe, constantly giving, constantly, again, exhausting yourself of means, of energy, right? Of, of your self-esteem. We put ourselves in these situations so often that we don't realize how exhausting those things can be. So I'm on a road trip currently and I'm going across the country. I'm excited. I'll share more of that with you all soon. Um, but what I've realized is that when we got in the quiet in nature, it was so restorative, like it was so calming and peaceful. And in that silence, you're able to recognize how many alerts aren't going off, how many lights you're not seeing, how many voices you're not hearing. And the calm and the quiet is healing. It's necessary. But we are always connected. We are constantly going and that aids in our exhaustion, right? So again, I feel like exhaustion is normalized in this, in this society in the West. I feel like exhaustion is normalized and it's almost like celebrated. The more exhausted you are, the higher you're celebrated. The more you're celebrated, the higher regard that you're in because you are an exhausted person. And sadly, I feel like we think this way because the foundations of this country is that of exhausted people, enslaved folks, indigenous folks. All of us had to be exhausted for this country to thrive. And I think that a lot of us think that if we are not exhausted, then we're doing something wrong. If we're not tired, we're not doing something right, right? Or that exhaustion is the cost to be successful. Exhaustion is the thing that we pay, the price we pay to be a successful human being. When in reality, this, this country, this foundation of this country is warped. This, the, the foundation is evil. The foundation is that which takes the life and the livelihood and again, the vitality of other people in order for it to thrive. And so why are we, you know, sacrificing our bodies, our health, 
our mental fortitude, our joy to see this country succeed when this country doesn't care about us, right? Like this, this country doesn't care about us. Um, again, we're always advertised coffee and energy drinks and five hour energies and all this stuff that's like addressing a symptom and not the root cause of the problem. This culture we live in is all about addressing the symptoms. It's all about take this if you're depressed, take this if you're anxious, take, and I'm not, and I'm not, you know, downing any medication or people who take medication. Do what you have to do, right? But I feel like there is something to be said that we live in such a culture that is not addressing why people are depressed, why people are anxious, right? Like why people are exhausted. It's because the system we live under is exhausting. The literal system is exhausting. It takes and it takes and it takes and it gives little to nothing back to the people who buy into the system. There's only a few people at the top who are benefiting from people being exhausted, right? Because they're not exhausted at the top. They ain't tired. They on vacations, they on yachts, they on planes. They're going wherever they want to do because they're benefiting off of the labor and the exhaustion of other people. Um, so again, we're not addressing the problem. <laughs> we like to find little vacations and I get it, right? Because we're in a society that doesn't really allow us to rest if we don't take it for ourselves. And so a lot of us find rest in entertainment and YouTube or on podcasts or, you know, watching television, Netflix, these kind of things, these little escapes, these little vacations that we can take. And I get it. I understand, right? Um, but for me, I want to address the real reasons in my life why I'm being exhausted and try to opt out of a system that wants to take everything from me and give nothing back, if I can, right? As much as I can. Um, so again, the answer, the answer is rest. The answer is not ambient. The answer is not, you know, pushing yourself even further because you're exhausted, right? The answer is rest. A lot of us betray ourselves, betray our own bodies because we hear ourselves being tired and we say, we can't be tired. We're not allowed to be tired right now, right? And I feel like a lot of healing is going to have to be me treating myself like a child. We were in Black Girl Creative and one of the conversations we were having was about around self-care. And what does that mean? What does it feel like? How can we implement this in our real life? And um, someone brought up, Miss Lorraine brought up speaking to ourselves, treating ourselves like a child, right? When a, when a child needs a nap, we don't tell that child, too bad, you got to keep, you got to keep staying awake. No, we, we put that child down. We lay them down. We're gentle with them. We calmly and sweetly sing songs to them as they go to sleep. We, you know, rub their heads and we tell them it's okay. You know, for the babies who are fighting sleep, right? We, we tell them it's okay to rest. Like we give them this permission. We try to um, implement this, uh, this need for rest and for sleep. But as we grow older, we forget to have that same gentle kindness, um, that soft and sweet speaking to ourselves. We tell ourselves, we're not allowed to rest. You can't rest. You're not allowed to, right? Or you haven't earned it. You're not good enough. You're not good enough yet, right? We tell ourselves these things and we don't understand that we are listening. Our body is listening. We are listening to ourselves when we tell ourselves, when we betray ourselves, because it's really betrayal. When we say, I know you need sleep. However, I'm not going to gift you that sleep. You're not worthy of that sleep yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are real things that we're telling ourselves. And so for me, I know in my life, I make things way more complicated than it needs to be. 
And that's a truth I bought into. That is something I put onto myself that like, no, it has to be hard to count. It has to be complicated in order to be legitimate. It has to be hard on the body and the mind in order to get money from it, right? These are these are the beliefs that I've believed for so long because for a long time, my life felt like it had to be that. It, ha- it was hard. It was difficult. It was fighting through. It was constantly defending myself. It was going hard, going all in. You know, we can't get C's in class. We got to get all A's. If we don't get all A's, I'm a failure, right? If I don't make a 4.13, I'm a failure. If I don't make the MVP of the sports that I play, I'm a failure. What is all this for? Instead of being able to really just be present and actually absorb what I'm learning, what I'm experiencing. I'm all about the finish line, all about trying to be the one. And I didn't realize until now how much of a detriment that was on my mental health and my self-esteem. Because now if I'm not the one, who am I? What does that mean about me, right? If I'm not allowed to rest, if I'm not allowed to nap, if I always have to be creating and doing, if my worth comes from those things, then yes, I'm not going to rest. I'm not going to relax. I'm not going to sit back and enjoy myself and enjoy the art that I create. It is always about someone else's consumption. And this is what we're taught. This is what we're told. And I'm just starting to shake off those things. It doesn't have to be complicated to count. It doesn't have to be hard to be loved. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, complicated in order to be supported or legitimate. It is legitimate. I am legitimate legitimate because I am, because I exist. Not because I've been through hell and back. That's not where my worth comes from. But I feel like a lot of Black women specifically, she's strong, she's resilient. We talked about this before. How, you know, being strong isn't necessarily the flex that I'm looking for. It's not necessarily a compliment to me because I want to be joyful. I want to be well-rested. And for me, the destination is joy, but along the way, I'm going to have to heal a a lot of places in my life to experience that joy. Joy is not something you just flip on, right? It's not something you just like choose and take, right? It takes work to get there, but I'm willing to do that work, do the unlearning, doing the unpacking, all the hard stuff, right? All the things that that need to be done so that I can rest and then go to the next step of healing. And we'll figure that out along the way. I'm very clear and very open to the fact that I don't have all the answers, that I don't know what I'm doing, that I don't necessarily know where to start, but I'm starting anywhere. I'm starting anyway. And I, again, I feel like the foundation for everything, for creating, for living, for loving, for thriving is rest. Rest is that soil. Rest is that rich soil that we need in order for us to thrive, to sprout out, right? To feel supported and, and grounded. All that comes from rest and not necessarily sleep, right? Sleep is, sleep is a, a kind of rest, but there are different kinds of rest that I'll get into, into, into the later. But rest is what holds us together. Restful practices, easeful practices, right? Things that just feel easy, light, airy, right? And I, I just want to feel light, in my life. I don't want to feel heavy anymore. Everything doesn't have to be heavy. Things I can prioritize joy and still thrive and still be legitimate. And um, I'm just learning that for myself and trying to take that for myself, right? Um, so yeah, so again, um, I made things complicated because I felt like they had to be hard to count and it doesn't have to be that way, right? I can be supported and praised for being lovely, easy, for being light and vibrant, not for taking on things I wasn't supposed to take, not for experiencing trauma and neglect and all these things don't make me, me. I am me regardless of anything I've been through. You see what I'm saying? I am worthy and I am worthy of love and ease and joy. It doesn't have to be complicated. My life doesn't have to be complicated. And I feel like I make things complicated. I make things more complicated than they have to be. Okay. So how am I healing that? I am going the, the, uh, what is it? The path of least resistance, <laughs> the past, the path, excuse me, of least resistance. I just want to make my life easy. 
So that means I'm going to have to take an inventory, which I have started doing, of everything I'm doing, the things I'm committed to, the things I have said that I'm going to commit to, because I feel like even in that, I've made life hard in that way, and reassessing and renegotiating what I committed to. Because just because I committed to something now doesn't mean that I have to stay committed to it now, right? Just because I committed to something 10 years ago doesn't mean that me now has to keep committing to it. I can renegotiate my commitment, my terms, right? My contracts. I can recommit. I can renegotiate anything, any commitment. And it doesn't mean that I'm a failure. It means that I'm learning. It means that I'm taking in new information. I'm experiencing new things. And so therefore I have to make changes that really support the life that I'm trying to live, the life that I'm trying to um, build for myself, right? Or co-create for myself. You know, and so if, Starting July, the theme is joy, but first rest, because I feel like the foundation for joy is rest. There, Like you can't be joyful and exhausted. You know what I mean? Even when you approach something, when you want to do a favor for someone, if you are exhausted, you're going to be crabby and grouchy. You're going to feel like someone's taking time away from you, taking energy away from you, right? You're going to be, you could be passive aggressive, right? Because you're not rested. When, if you said, no, thank you, because I prioritize my rest, I see that my tank is empty. I cannot commit to this anymore. Not only will you be able to show up better when you do show up again, but you'll also be able to honor yourself and not betray yourself, pushing yourself past your limits. Your body is tired. Your mind is tired. Your soul is tired. So instead of committing to everything, be uh, intentional about what you commit to, about what you what you say that you're going to do, um, because you want to show up in the best way possible that you can show up. And I think that sometimes when we're exhausted. We're blaming other people for the way that we feel when in reality, it's us. It's us betraying us. We're annoyed with people for taking our time and our energy and all these and our resources. But we haven't checked in with us and say, like, should I commit to this thing? We should ask, why did I commit to this thing? It's me. Some of it is just me. It's not even other people. And it's me putting out a version of myself to other people. And they're just buying into that version. It's not even their fault sometimes. And there are some people who do take advantage and take note of those people too, because that's not okay either. So again, joy joy is the, is the destination. The first step that was rest. And so July, for the month of July and however long, because it might take longer than that, um, rest. Rest is the theme. Rest is the theme for July. Slow, restful, easeful, aligned work aligned commitments, right? Not doing something out of scarcity because if I don't do it, then I might miss this opportunity. Or if I don't say yes now, then it'll never come back again. You know what I'm saying? Like none of that, like being aligned and being in the moment and saying, you know what? I'm checking in with myself and I don't have the capacity right now. I'm checking in with myself. And even though I'm afraid of losing this opportunity, I respect myself. I honor myself before I honor other people because I am supposed to treat myself right? How I want to treat other people. I treat other people how I treat myself. And if I am neglecting myself, if I'm being unkind, I'm out of order. I'm out of order. I have to be my first priority. I have to take care of myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, because no, nobody else will, or people will think they're taking care of you because you, again, show them that this is the exhausted version of you is your norm, right? That you're happy being exhausted. So people will buy into that. No, we're not doing it no more. <laughs> um, so you are at your worst when you're arrested. You compromise on things. You you double back on things. You overwhelm yourself. It's not your best work. It's not the best version of you. Um, when you are exhausted, when you are arrested, you're able to make decisions out of abundance and not scarcity. Again, not just saying yes because you're afraid of saying no. Um, you're able to make a decision with a sober, clear mind instead of a clouded, tired, groggy mind where all, all of your senses are not a one, right? They're not, they're not on point. And so you could be missing things that you should not be missing, like 
maybe discerning that this person's not not really for you or this opportunity is not what you think it is or there's something more into that. You can't read into that because you don't have the energy and you don't have the energy because you're tired. You're tired. And so, um, yeah, like also addressing the beliefs that I have in my life, right? So I got into this kind of back and forth with a woman about one of the videos I posted about hustle culture and how hustle culture is not for black women. And I knew again that I would have some pushback but I didn't realize how much of a chokehold capitalism and hustle culture and grind culture has us in. We feel like it, it has to happen. We have to grind, right? Because on one hand, it, it, it helps us to believe, which is not true, that if we work hard, then everything will be given to us, that we deserve everything, right? The harder we work, the more we deserve. We know that's not how this works out here, right? Like, again, I could look at multiple ancestors and see how exhausted they were. And they had little to nothing to show for their exhaustion, except exhaustion or illness or addictions, you know, or depression, these kinds of things. Right. And so on one hand, I understand we feel like we have to hustle and grind to get what we want in life. But the truth is, no, I'm trying to work smarter. I'm trying to be aligned. If I am where I'm supposed to be, everything will be taken care of. If I am doing what I am supposed to do, I will lack nothing. No good thing. I can't lack any good thing. Right. But this ego and this fear that has us wrapped up in hustling and grinding or this lie that we buy into that if I work hard, then I'll be worthy. If I work hard, then they have to give me the promotion. If I work hard, then I have to get the raise. If I work hard, then I'll be able to go on vacation. That's not how this works here. And so instead of waiting for someone else to give us what we deserve, we need to give it to ourselves. And also stop looking down on people who don't want to work hard. I don't want to work hard. I'm not interested. I don't want to work hard anymore. I have worked hard my entire life, my entire life. And not even on some what was me type stuff, but it's just like, I realize I don't have nothing to show for that except exhaustion, except, you know, deferred dreams or, you know, illnesses in my body. Like I, I am exhausted. I am burned out from working hard. I don't want to work hard. I want to be diligent. I want to be prolific. I want to be um, authentic, but I don't want to work hard because hard work doesn't even sound cute. It doesn't even sound fun, right? <laughs> um, so again, hustle and grind culture miss me with that. I don't want to work hard. Um, and the person, I think they were well-wishing when they said this, but they were basically saying that if you are a black person, then you have to hustle and grind if you want to be an entrepreneur. And then I think she tried to slightly drag me and say, you know, if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, just say that it's, you know, that's okay. Like one, I am an entrepreneur. I'm also an artist, um, but I don't believe that to be, to qualify as an entrepreneur or an artist means that I have to be exhausted. There's a book and I probably label this the title of the video, but black women have to die exhausted or must die exhausted. And again, I haven't read it. It's a novel, but I've heard, I've seen the, 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 the title of the book and it resonated with me. And I was like, yo, people really believe that black women have to die exhausted. They have to be exhausted in order to be worth anything, in order to be celebrated. And we see this constantly. We never celebrate the people who get the C's, who tried their best and got the C. We never support them. We never celebrate them, right? It's always, oh my God, this person got accepted to 10 schools and has $10 million in, in scholarships. And I'm just like, wonderful for them, right? But like, what about everybody else? What does that mean about everybody else? If these are the only things that are celebrated, you know, folks like, you know, bending over backwards and giving everything except for their like firstborn child in order to be seen as worthy. It's like, that's a messaging that we're buying into and we're believing that we have to be exhausted. We have to give everything of ourselves in order to be celebrated or worthy. 
And that plays into our everyday lives. We're unable to say no. We're unable to say no thank you or not right now. We're unable to take our time. We're rushing through life. We're so unkind with ourselves, so rough with ourselves, with our lives, because we think that life has to be rough in order for it to be uh, worthy, in order for it to be worth anything, to be celebrated, in order for our book, our name to be written in books. We have to defy the odds and go above and beyond and give everything in order to be celebrated and worthy. And so you have this slew of people who are giving everything, not because they really want to give, but because they think that's the cost. That's the price. That's the price to be celebrated and to be loved is to give everything. And I'm opting out of that. I want to be able to give from a place that is not exhausted. I want to be able to give from a place that is um, overflowing. Shout out to Adelia slash Tricky Picky Girl Travels the World. Sorry, stuttering. Um, she interviewed um, Latifah. Check it out, please. It's, it's a beautiful interview. But she was saying that someone taught her that you're not supposed to give from your full cup. You're supposed to give from your overflow. Like you fill yourself up and whatever extra is overflowing, you give to other people, right? And I love that. I was like, yo, that is a dope concept. Instead of me having to constantly pour out and refill and pour out and refill, it's really about, you know, hitting my container, whatever my container is, and being able to pour from the abundance of that container, right? The the extra, the over, right? Not from my own stuff, not depleting myself to serve other people, but giving people the extra that I have, making sure I'm good, I'm all right, and then giving the extra that I have. But a lot of us are giving from not even a full cup, from the very bottom, right? From the very bottom, from the last little cold, you know, teaspoon of tea, like that's what we're giving and we're trying to make it be something. And then we wonder why we're exhausted and tired. And it's like, yo, you haven't given yourself enough time to just be, to refill, to refill your well. And so again, I'm resting so I can heal myself, so I can hear myself and hear my own truths. Like redefine what that truth is. Redefine what work looks like. Redefine what rest looks like, what play looks like. Redefine the value we put on hard work. Redefine, right, the need um, for me to give all of myself, like redefine what I want my life to look like. And I can't do that unless I stop, unless I rest, unless I take a break. Um, yeah. So, you know, the world, the world, the Western world benefits from you being exhausted. It's able to sell you things. You're able to buy things because you're trying to buy rest. Shout out to me because I did that. <laughs> Buying all these magazines and books about rest that I can't even have enough energy to read because I'm so tired. When in reality, all I need to do is go to sleep. <laughs> I don't need to read another book. I need to lay down. I need to go to bed, right? But again, buying into this, like, I need to be knowledgeable. I need to know. I need to shout out to Tag. I feel like Tag set me up. Um, the Talented and Gifted program in my grade school where it was always about achieving, always about being extraordinary, always about you know, doing the most, being, being uh, phenomenal, never being celebrated for just being average, like being celebrated for like our worth being rooted in how smart we are, right? When I really think that if everybody had the same opportunities, everybody could get to where we were. You know what I mean? Like there was nothing exceptional about us. People just gave the care to us that we needed. That's a whole other conversation for another day. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I want to get quiet enough to know what's draining me. Right. So I have to get quiet enough to be like, OK, what exhausts me? What exhausts me? And why am I still doing it? Why am I still making room for it? Why do I feel like I have to suffer? Why am I still doing this? Um, and so, again, you should ask yourself those questions because I'm asking myself the same. <laughs> OK, so how do I plan on resting? Right. How do I plan on implementing rest into my day to day routines and into my healing journey? 
first things first, sleeping, (laughs) sleeping and napping. I need to do better with sleeping. I need more sleep. I need more sleep. I need more naps. Um, And I think it's really hard for me to sleep and nap because I always feel like I have to be doing something. I must be doing something. I must be creating something. All this time is going by and I haven't created anything. What does that mean about me? It means that I'm a human being and I need rest. (laughs) It's okay that I'm not always producing something, not always putting something out there, not always posting a video or a podcast or like being a creator is great, but sometimes we wrap our worth in what we're creating. Oh, I haven't put out an album in 10 years. I'm a, I'm a sucky artist. No, you're not. You're still an artist, even if you don't put anything out there. So again, sleeping and napping, check out the nap ministry or Trisha. Um, she is amazing, phenomenal. And she really challenges our thoughts on rest and on hustle culture and grind culture and pointing out how it shows up in, in, in life every single day that we don't really notice. Okay. Secondly, doing as little as possible. Shout out to Stephanie Perry. Um, that's a phrase that she said over and over again. She wants to do as little as possible. And in my mind, I'm like, how can I do as little as possible? And it's going to take some quiet reflection. How can I do the bare minimum of what I love to do, but still make an impact? Because again, I'm the queen of making things more complicated than it has to be. Making a whole schedule, making it a whole to-do when it really just needs to exist, right? Just just do it and just put it out there when you feel led to do it. <laughs> it could be that simple. Three, making things ridiculously easy for myself. This is going to be an exercise because I've been taught that if it's easy, it doesn't count. If it's easy, that's too easy. I can't do that. It's too easy. Why not? Why can't it be easy? Who said it got to be hard? Like, who told you that, Alicia? Who told you that? And why, as a 32-year-old woman, do you feel like you still have to buy into that truth? Because it's not true. It's not true. Um, Yeah. Okay. Four, leaning into the path of least resistance. Again, I talked about this before, but yeah, just going with the flow, not fighting the current, surrendering, opening my hands and surrendering, right? Again, we talked about this before, like, Yes, and improving my life and being okay with not having the answers, being okay with improving, being okay with figuring it out as I go along, right? Not having to have the strict diet and plan for healing. No, I want the healing to even feel soft. I want the healing even to feel easy. And even though I might come across some uneasy truths or uneasy practices I need to do, right? Because it's hard in the beginning. It's like pedaling a a bike. It doesn't mean that it has to be rough on me. Healing doesn't have to be a rough process, Healing can be easy too. Healing can be beautiful. It doesn't have to be hard to count. Five, believing that I'm enough because at the root of everything, isn't that all this is about? Exhausting ourselves, working hard, trying to earn all the stuff we don't need. A lot of it is rooted in us not feeling like we're enough. A lot of it is rooted in us feeling like we can earn our worth and our value when the truth is our value and our worth never changes. We are worthy coming out the womb. We are worthy when we pass away. We're worthy when we don't have money, when we do. Like we are worthy. There's no way that you can lose your worth. None. You're worthy because you exist. And so no amount of, you know, accolades or, uh, awards can make you any more or less valuable. You are valuable. You are invaluable. That's the truth. There is no, there is no money that can amount to your worth and your value. Impossible. Um, six, eliminating and altering, altering things in my life that are a drain on me. So again, reassessing the things that I'm committed to, that I've said I'm going to do, doing it differently, doing it in a way that feels joyful and easy. All right. Um, seven, doing nothing, being still and being quiet. When we were in the, the middle of nowhere, it felt so free and beautiful and clear. And I felt like I could actually take a breath, like just being quiet. Right. We're so 
uncomfortable with silence. We're so uncomfortable with being quiet. We're so wrapped up in busy, 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 always doing that we miss our lives. We miss everything. Rushing around, doing stuff that's not even important because everything is not urgent. Everything is not even important. <laughs> we make it important or we, we buy into the fact that it has to be important when sometimes it's not even important to us and we're still committing to doing it. Okay, number eight, slow and meditative and restful practices. On level one, right, meditating for five minutes, just sitting still, right, listening to music and doing nothing, taking a deep breath when I feel tight in my chest and my shoulders, right, rolling my shoulders, like just taking time to really feel and hear myself, right, like just taking time, taking a moment. Nine, prioritizing joy, ease, and nourishing experiences. Why can't life be about prioritizing joy? Why does it have to be so hard and difficult? 10, studying, following, and leaning, learning, excuse me, and gleaning from other Black women who embrace, embrace rest and ease, right? So Stephanie Perry, the Nat Ministry, like other women out here doing it, who I'm just like, yes, please let it melt into my body until it just like becomes one with me, okay? <laughs> like, please show me your way so that I can take baby steps into ease, into rest, you know what I'm saying? Those kind of things. Because it's easy. It's, it's hard to do it by yourself. You need accountability. You need community. Um, slowing down. Everything is not urgent. Slowing down, like I said before. Um, so yeah, so these are my steps on how I plan on resting. This is my first entry to my healing diary, to my healing journal, um, where rest is going to be the priority. And I'm going to talk more about resting and more about slowing down and being present, all that good stuff. Um, but if you enjoyed this video, please let me know. Share it with somebody who needs to hear it. Let's go on this journey together. Um, on Patreon, I'm going to be sharing the journey with you. We're going to be having um, bi-weekly meetups. That's my idea for now. Again, don't hold me to it, but this is just the idea um, to be able to talk, to work through things, to hold each other accountable, to hold space for each other. And I would love to see you there. And so if you like this video, check out this video and I will talk to you all in the next one. Bye.